what's going on, man? Uh, nothing much. Um, feeling feeling pretty great. I bet, man. I, I, I didn't know you hit the gym. Um, no, I don't have a gym membership, but I do have like gym equipment at home. Oh, okay. Well, I mean, that's something, man. I just didn't know you worked out. I was like, dang. But yeah, man. I mean, I guess uh, first episode we're talking about it. Well, first and foremost, I mean, I guess introduce ourselves. Uh, my name's Miguel. My name's Elijah. And we're your we're your toxic talk hosts. <laughs> and we basically just you know talk about anything, basically that toxicity that we notice in society today, especially. You know, I guess a disclaimer for anybody who finds anything offensive is a warning beforehand, so you're not over there trying to ban us on the internet. Because I know everything that's happening right now with even podcasting, especially, you know, Joe Rogan and all that. I'm not trying oh, to get yeah. into that. But it's just a disclaimer. Yeah, so the, the topic I guess we're going to be talking about is about uh, games. Hell yeah, man! Games. I just noticed that, uh, you know, I saw the Xbox out there in uh, Best Buy. I was like, hmm, I should probably buy it, but I don't know, man. I haven't been playing video games like I used to. But what? But what's your take on that? Like, what? What do you think? Like, the evolve how games have evolved into today's culture is like. Mm, I feel like in more ways, games have they're more accessible, but then at the same time, they're more it's almost dumbed down. In what ways? Like, uh, like if you think about it, like I guess, like if you looked at it, like some of the things that like people have kind of like taken for granted, like you know, customizations, you know, are more. Um, it seems like more companies are more willing to charge people more for just to customize something that they're using within a game. Oh, so kind of like microtransactions? Yeah. Um, well, yeah. I guess it's more, it's become more of a business now. Right. Really, like, well, I mean, you and I have been playing games what, for way before any any of like this Fortnite stuff came out. Uh, I know I started playing with that Contra. You know, it was basically like arcade. So I know mm-hmm. what you're talking about. It wasn't more. It wasn't like all these just transactions you have now and today's standards. But what do you think though? Like, uh, is it like worth it now? Or with all the tech? I mean, every, obviously everything's going on what? It's on what's what are they on Unreal Engine five now, right? But what do you I mean, think? Or like, I mean, I feel like it's still I I feel like it's still worth it. It's just there's more there's more options now to people than it was before. Like in ways of uh of just playing some of the games that are out there, um, and then. Like, Go ahead. Uh, like, uh, are you talking more like the uh, the multiplayer games? Uh, 
yeah, the multiplayer games. I mean, um, the single player games, I can't really think too many of them that kind of like you can see them on all platforms, but like the multiplayer, I can see that much more, uh, much more being accessible just on. <clears throat> On the mobile side, you, you see it a lot, but then you also see it a lot also on other platforms. Like oh, the, yeah. Like, like, like the free game. Sorry. Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. Like I was, uh, like I was mentioning, like, uh, I noticed that, like, uh, on some of the games on, like, Microsoft, they have, like, a connection where it was, like, the PC and their console side had a crossover or, um, or on, like, a, you know, like on the on the PlayStation, you can see like you know Final Fantasy fourteen. You could you could be playing with people who are actually on PC, but you'll also be playing with other people who are on consoles. Okay, so, but isn't that like relatively new though? That crossplay. Uh, it is, but it seems like it's more um, for like some for like some of the games. It seems more stable. Because I know I, I think for me when I started playing with like that whole crossplay thing was with Modern Warfare, and that was like what three four years ago. Yeah, I know that's when I started witnessing uh, PC players suck, bro. <laughs> Freaking hackers, bro. That's annoying. Uh, but uh, yeah, I mean, I. I think just that that's my thing. And I know we've talked about it briefly also when we were uh, talking about mobile games where my thing is, it's just when a game is free or it's, you know, quote unquote free, because it's not really free. Let's think about it. Like when a game is free, people just think like the whole thing is free. But, you know, developers have to make money somewhere. And my thing is, like, when they put on reviews that, oh, no, this game isn't free, it's a pay-to-win, that's my thing. It's like, they kind because I think, like, some reviewers, when they put up, uh, like, write an article, a blog, or even on just, uh, let's say, the App Store, they they write a review on there, they give it a one-star out of five. It's like, I feel like they can really make a game that's probably really great. Seem like it's trash, just because it's a pay to win. You know what I'm saying? I'm sure for like we talked about it because you're the one that got me on Strike Force, and I honestly don't see anything wrong with the game. Yeah, you got to spend, but it makes kind of sense if you want the game to be obviously improved upon. Have developers work on it even though they sometimes do but i haven't had any problems with them and i mean you know firsthand like even though i played it i already spent money on it and it's just it's not a problem to me do you yeah, think it's just like more of a younger generation like kids who are the problem with these reviews um it, i mean it could be i mean it also could be where like I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if, like, some of those reviews, you know, someone just paid someone just to do review that's, like, positive. So they try to to act like, I guess, they're having a really good experience. Um, 
But I, you know, I, I see, you know, I see like, you're right. Like the way how the, 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 the free to play is kind of like, I guess this is only like they're using it as a stepping stone to try to get people into the whole gaming aspect. And then, you know, kind of like either kind of get them going in to play other games that the developer might be developed, um, be making or, uh, try to get them into other like games that are kind of rich because I don't know. It just it just seems like the way how they kind of treated the development of like the mobile games, it's mm-hmm. like they've thrown one of the departments out of the door, and one of the departments they've thrown out is the the quality assurance, you know, type of side. You know, a lot of the game developers don't usually have those, but like it seems like. Um, with some of the games out there, it's like they treat the customer base as the beta testers. <laughs> but that just backfires, dude. It's not like it's a. That's not a. I don't think it's a great concept or idea that the developers are doing. True, but like if you look at it from a business aspect, it's a way for them to lower the cost on their end. So, like, if their profits are going up higher. Then they can stay at doing, doing running the system longer. Like a like a risk and reward kind of, right? Because it's like we've already seen how bad it can be with that kind of mentality. I mean, we saw with Cyberpunk. Uh, what other game? Uh, like Anthem. And um, no, no Man's Sky was another one. Exactly. Or Fallout 76. Um, yeah, I, I I don't know, man. Like, like I, I mean, I, it is a risk. I know Call of Duty, even though it's like a very copy and paste game. Mm-hmm. Uh, I know with their Modern Warfare, I think... Uh, the crossplay was one of their their things where it was uh should we allow it? You know, mm-hmm. like they, they had to see if it would work out with within the whole you know community. Well, I don't know, man. I I just wish like because this is my thing. Nintendo does that. The, uh, their online service can be pretty. You know, shitty. Let's be honest. You know, when you're playing, mm-hmm. like me, I experience a lot of, a lot of lag sometimes with um, when I'm playing like Smash Bros or something. Mm-hmm. So their online stuff sucks. But if we go into them actually developing the game with their cartridges and for like the Switch right now, that's what I. Like I don't mind spending that money on that game because of that, because I know I'm not going to experience, you know, some kind of glitch or a problem with the game. They go through a thorough, like testing before they actually release the game, and that's kind of why I'm like, you know what, if it's Nintendo, bro, as long as it has that seal, I'm buying it, and no problem with me. I'll put sixty bucks down or whatever if they have like some kind of package. Because I've never experienced it. Like with, um, I know with the Crash Bandicoot and Sync Trilogy, I honestly thought I was like, I was going to experience something. 
you know, because like, it was I, that's a what PlayStation One game, all of them, or PlayStation Two, right? So I thought probably run into some problems because it's three games in one cartridge. But I mean, I've been playing and I haven't had any issues man. compared to if we go into. Let's say, I don't know, PlayStation, Xbox games. Like this, it, even though they have a release, a release game, they, like you say, they get rid of their quality insurance team, and we still end up with a game that's sometimes not finished. Or they have to, oh, we have to update it, or we have to fix these bugs. They have to, and it just takes up space on people's consoles or PCs. Right, and then imagine if you didn't have internet, then you can't even download their day one patch. So basically, you're playing a broken game <laughs> <laughs> that wasn't finished. And that's that's my thing, man. I think it's really that's not a really great method for these industries to do it. I mean, probably there's more stuff behind closed doors that we don't know about, but. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like I, I would like to consider myself as somebody who's, you know, a gamer. I'm sure you you are as well. So it's like, why can't they just hire a quality insurance team, man? We we need that. Especially with everything that's uh the whole I guess like metaverse as it's coming up. It's like if everything's gonna be like in VR and shit, uh-huh. Come on. You're going to tell me I, I'm going to be in there where it's like supposed to be high def or whatever. And I'm over there playing a freaking, you know, Roblox game. I'm like, what the hell, bro? <laughs> this is not what I signed up for. Or where your character is just like, is like literally having out, it's like yoga pose and you're just gliding across the screen and you're like, this is not how the character is supposed to move. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what that's one thing I guess I do like about the gaming industry right now where like it's kind of headed mm-hmm. you know it's, it's like everything how it's progressed and how we have the VR with the quest I've ne- honestly I've never played with VR I never have but it looks fun I just don't know. I, I don't know. I don't know if I could do the whole screen literally in front of my eyes type thing. Because you know how you see those videos online where people are either hitting somebody or breaking something in their house because they're in a VR set? I don't think it's just safe yet, you know? Right. And I kind of feel like the way that things are now, I feel like, you know, the VR and then augment reality are kind of going against each other, you know, kind of like when they had, uh, uh, I guess, the HD DVD versus Blu-ray and seeing which one was going to outlast. I feel like that's kind of being playing out right now. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I can see. But I don't know, man. I mean, we're, we're going to have to wait and see. Ever since Mark Zuckerberg showed his little video, Honestly, the only thing I was just like, dude, this is Ready Player One. All, like, this is literally what that is. I'm like, whoa, kind of scary, man. 
Well, I mean, when he, like, showed off, I guess, the little, like, video that he was, like, talking about, you know, the one thing that it actually made me think of was uh, when PlayStation came out with PlayStation Home, and they had their own, like, little, like, world that people were able to run around in and stuff, and you were able to socialize and go into, like, movie theaters and, like, literally communicate with other uh, PlayStation users with their models and stuff. I mean, I guess they're trying to do something like that, but on a much more bigger scale. But, you know, it's just like how how more immersive and how much value you're going to be bringing to the actual people using that type of system. I can't wait for Neuralink, man. <laughs> <laughs> Do everything with a chip in my brain, man. <laughs> I don't. I don't think we're there yet, but <laughs> it, it is getting close, though. Nah, man. I don't know. Ah, like it's great, you know. It's it's kind of like like you said. It's 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 become more accessible for a lot more people. So you can play with a lot more people around the on the around the world pretty much or people from different backgrounds right because like before it was like almost felt like more of a niche like you know only a smaller group of people were actually playing so like you know it wasn't more like oh um it's just it's just only probably which is only like a boys group just playing games now you've like you see also like females also getting into it as well yeah Yeah, I mean, I sometimes just miss it. Like, I know when I was playing, the one thing I do miss is what PlayStation 2 had going on with those memory cards. Carrying those things around was great. Because I know for me, when uh, my cousins had the same game, mm-hmm. I could just go over, take my memory card, and plug that thing in, load my game into there, and just straight off start playing where I left off. That's one thing that I was like, bruh. I haven't tried it. I think I think they have something going on, right? For like PlayStation and Xbox where you could just sign in into like somebody else's console and all your stuff loads up, right? Yeah. I uh, yeah, I think for either one, um I haven't tried it. That's but I know for PlayStation 2 when that was going on, that was epic. Yeah, I think the only, the only, I think yeah, the only like console I I've tried that on was probably Xbox, and I remember it was, it was pretty fast. It was just, you know, they was just asking for like your personal like login information, um, in order to just sign in into another person's Xbox. But you know, one thing that was kind of cool was that like you could go onto the actual website and then you could log into your profile through Microsoft, and then you could literally take all your profiles from like the, I mean the only the only other thing is like I feel like in some ways they kind of made games a little bit more easier than what they were before because you know like as like growing up like you know they kind of made games like they were just like okay this is the whole game that's it and then it was like you were just able to just like you know either just keep playing keep playing that same game that you had that you just finished or just going, just trading in, just like for like something else. 
because there was no at the thought of like you know there was no like dlc or oh there's like another way you can just buy another item for your character that you you've been just playing on this one file right man you talk about trading in i just thought about gamestop i'm like not trying to shit on them because I do shop at GameStop, but man, they got to do something about them, you know. I think that's the other thing that they, I, I feel like they need to kind of address is like, you know, with like the with the whole digital aspect, people are able to buy games, but, you know, people are not able to like trade games or loan games to other people that were like, well, if you have a digital profile, you know, like, he's like, can I just like loan it out to a friend just to be able to play? You know, just like how you would do with physical copies. You onto something. You are onto something. I never even thought of that. Nah, man, I bought that game. Why am I going to loan it out? (laughs) 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 No, but I I mean, I see the idea you're saying, but I don't think companies would want to do that because then it's kind of like, why are we going to let you loan something out when they can just buy it? You know what I'm saying? Yeah, it's, it's just money, man. They're just like, nah, you can't loan that out. You could. It's not like an, it's not like an NFT, man. You can't just okay. I bought the game. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> Tony stones it. <laughs> it doesn't matter. The only only reason why I'm saying this is because like it's a feature they could do because like if you're not doing demos, and you're not literally like yeah, people are able to see someone else play it. But, like, you know, if a person wants to actually get on and play it, you know, that's kind of one of the things that the free-to-play kind of have over the actual full full AAA title games where, like, okay, here's the price of it. Buy this or or not buy it. While, it's like, the free-to-play is like, hey, play it, then pay us as you continue to play it. <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh man, I hate that so much, dude. That's and my I mean, thing. Like, I, I feel like it becomes such a such a business where you just gotta throw in so much money. Like, for all these, like, if you want to stream and stuff. I'm sure they have their own perks. Like companies about, oh, you have that many uh, views? Okay, cool. We're going to send you a game. I need you to play this out for a minute, you know, ahead of, like, the release date. So that way people can actually see, I guess, see the game or they send it to them so they can play and then probably review it the day it comes out. Right. So I'm sure they have their perks, but I just think this whole gaming thing is just such a business now, man. It sometimes takes away, for at least for me, I'm not sure for you, but I, for me, sometimes it takes out that that amusement of me wanting to invest into a game now. Because uh, it's just, I don't know, man. Because don't get me wrong, I wanted to to buy that uh, Call of Duty. What was that? Was that not not Vanguard? What was the one before that? Uh... I think it was like what one of the Black Ops. Yeah, the Black Ops. What was it? The uh, I think it was either the fourth one or no, no. It came right after Modern Warfare. Anyway, it it was uh, the the Call of Duty game that came after uh, Modern Warfare. 
uh-huh. that uh, I was going to buy it, but then I was just like, my bro, first of all, that game is going to cost me probably, what, 60 bucks? I'm like, all right, cool. And go home, I got to download it. Like, yo, we're not talking about a 50 gig game. We talking about like a 100, 150 gig game. Like, let's be honest. Because I know Modern Warfare started, it went from when I first started playing it from 120 gigs all the way up to 200 gigs, bro. I was just like, nah, that's too much space. Uh, too much. Yeah, I mean, you know, I can go buy one of those ex- external hard drives to, you know, keep adding games. But I'm like, come on, man, that's too much. It's too many bug fixes. But yeah, like I was gonna buy it, but I was like, oh, okay, it's gonna take that much time to download it. Um, and I was just like, and I thought about, like, okay, well, start playing it. But then there's those microtransactions. If you want some of the gear that they provide for, like the bat, like what is it, the 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 the, the battle pass or whatever, right. the seasonal characters, mm-hmm. you gotta put some money in there. Online play is not free. Okay, it used to. When it was uh, with PlayStation 3, but once PlayStation 4 and up came, like, you got to pay, like, 60 bucks for all that. So that's another transaction you got to make. It's just too much money, man. Yeah, because, I mean, it's just, like, they kind of see that they can pull more of a, they can extract more money from a person's wallet. And it's like, man, they it's like, it's like this just makes it easier. We got to keep you doing this as much as we can. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, it, it, the way I see it, like it's like me. Okay, I, I, I mean, I, I think I've I, uh, just building up on like what we're saying. Like it, it's just gotten so expensive. Where it's like me, my like I've gotten into my hobby of photography, yo, and I think a lot of people know photography is expensive, you know. Right now, like lenses are, uh, I think Canon just announced that the lenses are going up again. I'm just like, bro, what is you on? But you know, there's a shortage of chips everywhere, and then there's um the cameras, the the newer ones that are coming out, the mirrorless ones. Those are like fourteen hundred dollars. You know, if you really want something decent. Now, if you want something with a kit lens and everything else, you know, you're looking over two thousand dollars for sure. Uh, I'm just talking like photography like if you want to go into cinema it's like the 4k video recording and stuff like that you uh-huh. obviously more money right right but that's my thing it's like now like just to compare it i feel like gaming just has gotten to that point where oh you want to be gamer there's going to be an expensive hobby for you right and and i mean just to uh touch on that you know it actually seems like it actually seems like they've made it harder to actually get a console because of that now like people are competing against bots yes oh man oh man it's, uh, it's just rough out there now man like because even if Let's put it like this. Even if I'm not a gamer, right? Right. And if I want to make money, oh, you know what? I got a I got a credit card with, you know, $5,000 on it. I'm just going to buy off all these PlayStations or all these Xboxes 
and sell them on eBay for a higher price. <laughs> Tell me, ain't that some shit, man? Right, and it seems it seems like to me, like some of the people that have been doing the botting, they actually been doing it as a group base. So like they got a they got it organized with their own little, um, like Discord type of group, and knowing when they're gonna be buying a crap load of them, and then they kind of just seriously having a, a conversation like. Okay, how much we're gonna be selling them for to, to make a profit on? And it's like it's like the regular consumer is like, bro, I can't even buy one because the second it becomes available, it's already sold out. Yeah, yeah. That's that's exactly what's happening. I think now that honestly companies just need to, you know, just go straight to the website and order it. Instead of just providing them for like Walmart, Target, Best Buy. Uh, what else? Uh, GameStop. Instead of providing them for these stores, you know, just order from the site, so that way they know where they're going. Right, because like <laughs> the price that a scalper is selling one console for is like, man, I could just bought like three of those. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I can make some money off that real quick. <laughs> Yeah, it's just I don't know, man. It's just I think that that's one of the big things that makes me not want to, like, you know, get a game console anymore. It's just like it's just too expensive, man. Right. I mean, like, I mean, at the way that the I mean, the way that they're selling those prices, it just makes it more of a sense of like if you were gonna, if I was gonna go back majorly back into gaming, I would just go and get a PC. Yeah, honestly, <laughs> hell yeah, you know, it's like I might as well just get on Steam, get myself, you know, because what laptops? I think typically their 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 life cycle is what like ten years. If you right. buy, like, let's say if you buy uh, one of the new Razer or Alienware laptops, uh-huh. I think their their life cycle is like ten years, and then you I just got to make the upgrades. But you know, you're talking about ten years, man. Right, like, you know, you can get like two consoles. Like I think Sony had like two consoles out in in a span of ten years. It's like what? Because they they had the PS4 out for how long? Like five years, I think. And then yeah. PS5 came out. Yeah, I think somewhere around that that time, I believe. This is uh, it's ridiculous, man. I'm just happy Nintendo said Switch just reached its, you know. It's half life cycle or something like that. I'm right. like, oh, that, that's great, man. Because <laughs> that means I can still use it. Use, you know, the 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 light and the the original one that I have hooked up to my uh, flat screen. I could use both of those for the next probably five years or so, and I'm still straight before they release another console. Yeah, like I. It's it's like the the way that they kind of been duking out with like you know how Microsoft and Sony have uh, been just trying to like I guess one up each other and then like yeah if you you just only have the Switch and you've got the PC you just you're just being a um almost like a spectator just looking looking at these two idiots they're they're literally just trying to go for each other's choke and like who's gonna make the I guess the bigger splash. To I guess wow people for like the next few months if they can actually get a console 
Yeah. Yeah. I don't know, man. I kind of miss the old days, man. The arcade was dope, you know. And that's one thing I told my brother. I'm like, see, arcade is fun, dude, because you don't have to load most of the time. And if you do, it's like a 10-second 10, 10 tops load, you know. Right. And it's, and it's really just fun because you, you start – it's kind of like patterns. But uh-huh. if you if, even then, you still have to have the, the reaction times for them. Otherwise, you can't advance to the next level. And I, I remember when I t- showed him all those like arcade games, he was really he had a blast with that. And he was just like, man, this is pretty good. I'm like, I know, dude, because you don't have to load. Like if you're playing Fortnite, you got to drop in and you got to wait in the, the freaking lobby. And then you wait in the lobby for friends to join. And if nobody's joining, you got to wait until you get on onto the map, which I think is another lobby where you're on the plane or whatever. Uh huh. And then you got to land. And then you go about, do your little um, hunting around. Because it's the same thing for advanced, any battle royale game. And you got to play. And then let's say you die instantly. Bro, you just wasted like probably five minutes right there just loading for you to get on there. And then you die within the minute. Which to me, it's kind of hilarious when you're playing, you know. But it kind of sucks when it's you, the one that dies first. Yeah, it does because then you're like back to the loading screen. <laughs> like what? The... I remember me that that bothered me the most. I'm like, bruh, why can't I just hop in there and get out to the? It's like, come on, man! I know you have so many matches going on already. Like, just just put me on the plane and we good. Yeah, that's something that they uh I can see them like they would need to like like do something about that where like I mean if they were going to like add another extra feature I mean they could have where like they could just have everyone just load into a same area but they're but they're in a loading screen part until like they dropped into another into another PlayStation. Right. But yeah, games I, I feel like gaming in general is like you say is definitely has become more expensive. Expensive and then a, a, almost a continuing expense because it's like, you know, some companies, they've just been trying to add on stuff just to keep you on the hook for longer. Yeah, man. That's what I'm thinking. And like more engaged because it's like, it's, it's like we know you're addicted to the game. Now we just need you to keep paying us more. so one thing i did want to ask man uh what was what do you think was like the the best gaming time like best console or the best overall time for gaming um i you know uh, for me, I, you know, since I was like, I played so much more of the handheld side than the actual uh, console side more so, I would say for me, the best, uh, for me, it was, uh, was uh, like the the Game Boy Advance. Uh, oh, yes. Like, there were so many good games that came after, uh, during that time, 
like uh, compared to like what the, the the Game Boy Color was because you know they had you know they had those games with the color, but the way but the games that came out on the Game Boy Advance, I felt like I I felt like a similar experience when I was on the PlayStation Two. There were so many good games that were being developed during those times, and I was like, man, I was just like I I felt like in some ways those were the almost like the golden age of the time, especially for handheld. Like there, you know, Nintendo really didn't have really much of a competition, but there were so many developers that was just developing on just that platform alone that, you know, I, I think, the I think that one lasts, you know, for quite some time. Yeah, I think you're right because the first uh, 3DS still was compatible with those games. Right. Um. Yeah, it went on for a while. That, man, you you just bring me back because that that was uh that was obsessed with the Game Boy Advance as well. They had so many good games. Yeah, I was I was I was telling uh I was telling one of my friends about like one of the games that I remember playing, and they had it in like a two part, and I was like, bro, there was like so many games that were on during that time. It was just like, it like just to relive relive them again. It was like, it just felt so magical. <laughs> yeah, I bet. Like nostalgia. I'm like ah, yes. Ah, oh, that's another thing, man. Nostalgia sells itself so much in the gaming industry. It does. It's. It's like, oh yeah, yeah, this game exists. And, you know, you probably have it, but you know, you can't play it on this system because, well, you have to buy it online. <laughs> like what? Right, and you know how, like, we since we were talking about games, like some of the developers they've been doing, like, oh, let's just do a, a remake or a remaster, you know, for some aspects of some of the games there. You know, just to get it on to the main current ones. Yeah. You know which one I, I can think of right now? Like, is Pokemon. Yeah. Lord. Lord save us, man. <laughs> <laughs> How many Pokemons are they going to redo? Uh, what's, the, what's the ones that are out right now? Like, Brilliant Pearl or something like that. It's like, bruh. Yeah, yeah, I need to some new yeah, game. brilliant yeah. pearl, um, diamond and shining pearl. I just need to know, like, how many of those copies are sold, man? Because is it does it really have such a huge following, or or what, man? Because there's other good games that you know I'd probably yeah spend my money, but like Pokemon. Aren't they all usually the same game? I, I remember I bought one, but and that was already that was enough for me. I bought that uh, Omega Ruby or whatever uh-huh. for the 3DS, and you know I played it. I thought it was okay. You know, got to catch them all, blah blah blah. I was like all right, yeah. But after a while, I was just like, okay, yeah, this 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 got dull. And uh, one of my buddies was like, yeah, why don't you, why don't you buy uh, what was the other one with Omega? Omega Red, well, there was another one. I said, why don't you buy the other Pokemon game? It's pretty good, too. I'm like, well, what's different? It was like, 
well, this time you're, you're on a different island. You're hunting different Pokemon. I'm like, oh, so it's a copy-paste. He's like, well, yeah, essentially, I'm like, no, nah, I've had enough, bro. I'm, <laughs> I'm like, I'm not going to do that again. I've had enough. I mean, I think the the thing the thing is because I I especially remember playing the diamond one. I played it in Japanese, and then going from Japanese to playing in English. <laughs> so I could I could see why like some people like okay, what's really the difference? I mean, I think the main the main thing that people you know usually will get out of it is like oh, it looks a little bit more prettier. And then there's probably like a little bit more extra features, but the extra features are more towards in game to kind of keep a person playing longer. Mm. And then um, uh, I noticed that like one thing, one thing I think the the series was greatly missing is probably like a harder difficulty. Oh, okay, yeah, I can see that. It's too easy, man. But you know what? They they do it that way so that. That way, kids can play it too. Get them hooked on them. Right. I mean, that's why. Like, if you go to the, uh, if you go to the, they literally have a section that separates both the adults and the kids. But then, once like you get to the finals of both of them, then you see the 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 champion of the adults versus the champion of the kids <laughs> duking <laughs> out. <laughs> See, my favorite <laughs> genre was fighting games, bro. That's where I, I like. Those were the best, for me, at least. Yeah, fighting games, they, they've definitely had their own staying power. I mean, one of the things I, I usually try to keep in touch is, like, the, the fighting tournaments. Because, you know, that's always had, like, a big crowd draw. Yeah. Because some people, they... They uh, treat some of those characters like, you know, it's their own uh, career just to know the ins and out of how of a, a character moves and then how to kind of like, you know, know like, you know, what's kind of good about this character and then what's, you know, what's their weakness towards other characters. Well, Yeah. And I think the one that's more, I guess, I, I want to say more technical in that. Mm-hmm. Out of the, the, you know, out of like, let's say just, just Street Fighter and Tekken. I think Tekken was pretty, pretty up there. And like, you got to be really, like, know your character in Tekken. Right. Because if you're, you don't know him, bro, you're going to get your ass whooped. <laughs> <laughs> and another one that was out there that, I don't know what studio made it, but it was a long time ago. Uh, and I think they they kept making games for it, even up to PS4. I don't know if there's a PS5 version, but, but uh, Dead or Alive. You ever played that? Yeah, I remember playing that. Uh, when I saw those, uh, the uh, controls, like for certain, you know, actions that you want to do. Uh-huh. I was like, bro, how do you even go diagonal? Like that, you didn't even do all this, bro. That was something where I was just like, okay, yeah, somebody really gotta love fighting against to enjoy something like this, right? Because I mean, like, I always see like it's 
it seemed like to me the main like it seems like when it came to like the tournaments, I seem like the main you know, the main ones that I keep seeing is like the Street Fighter, the the Marvels of Capcom, and even Smash, which I mean as old as the system is, like people I feel like people do talk about about it a lot because it's like you know they always like you know what other characters you would like to see inside that game because it's like like they've gotten almost every popular character. Yeah, Smash with uh with Kazuya is just ridiculous, bro. That <laughs> that guy is so that character is just too OP in that. If somebody knows how to use it, Kazuya really well in Smash, or oh, you yeah. can. There's, there's no way of you beating him, man. Him, him just doing a, like a, a right hook or just a throw, a throw, man. He will send you flying. <laughs> <laughs> there's no way to beat him. You gotta, you gotta be really good and know his weaknesses for you to be able to get past him. Man. I remember when he first came out, everybody was playing him. I was like, dude, what the hell? Like, this guy is insane. One punch from him puts you up like 20% in damage. I'm like, wow. I've, I have yet to see a character do that until Kazuya did it. And Woo. was this character was like a slow character? or um, Who, Kazuya? Yeah. Well, mm, probably in... Uh, I'd say in the air, he's pretty slow. On the ground, he because he, he comes from Tekken, man. He, so it's like when, oh, okay. when he's actually on the ground fighting, yeah. man. Yeah, yeah, you you got to be careful. It, he's like uh, I, the the best matches I see are with uh, uh, Kazuya versus uh, Ryu. From Street Fighter, that's all you guys. Oh my god! The one that I wanted on there so bad on Smash was uh, Akuma. That's who I wanted on there. Oh my! God. <laughs> <laughs> you know how badass that would have been. You you want this bear to start beating the living crap out of me too? <laughs> Dude, he's <laughs> or better yet, just send like Jigglypuff flying. Yes, yes. You know what that when she gets flown off, like Jigglypuff. Like, that's right. Exactly. <laughs> Oh God! Yes, I don't know, man. I just think fighting is one of those where it's like you just have too much fun laughing when you're you're over there playing with either friends or you're online playing against other people. Like, bruh, like what just happened? Right. Like, uh, what was it? The one that I played on uh, PlayStation was. What was it? Ah, oh, that um, what's it called? Dragon Ball Fighter Z, or uh-huh. Fighters? That was. I really like how they made that game because don't get me wrong. Uh, those uh, Tenkaichi games that were coming out, yeah, their roster was huge, but they didn't. It wasn't really like a like a competitive game per se. So when this new Dragon Ball came. 
uh, fighter if uh, fighting game came out, it reminded me a lot of the Budokai games. I don't know if you played those. Yeah, the Budokai ones, I definitely played those. Especially so, the one. So, like, that, that same fighting style was, like, almost applied to the newer one. And I think that's why a lot of people were hyped about it, because of how intense and competitive it could be. And that's why they kept adding new players. They put uh, the the new versions of, uh, you know, Broly, Beerus. Uh, they added both, the non-canon version of Broly and the, the canon version that came out in the movie. And okay. they put the uh, MUI, uh, Goku on there. It's, they, they, they just added characters, but they... See, this is the thing. When they added them, they weren't just, you know, repetitive moves. They were their own unique moves. And that's what made it pretty dope. I think that's why that game was very successful. And do you play this do you play this game to this day? Um No, I haven't played it. No, it's like I said, man, I, I, I've been playing with the Switch lately. Right now, I've been playing in uh uh, the game you told me, XCOM, and let me tell you, man, I'm getting pissed off. <laughs> I'm just like, because uh, I turn off the game, and I'm just like, uh, or I load my, like, before I left for a mission, I load that part of the, the game, because I'm like, nah, I because I already have, like, two characters that are, that are, like, very well built, so when right. they die... I'm just like, nah, I'm not going to lose you, dude. I'm not, <laughs> there's no way I can lose you. I'm just like, oh, man. Like, I'm stuck in a, uh, one of the missions where uh, where those, the, like, the humans start transforming to, to these giant monsters. And I'm just like, bro, how do you even, I'm like, nah. Because even when I'm, like, right next to them, about to save them, they transform. I'm like, what the f- <laughs> now what? Like there goes one character, right? Or say like you're you're trying to investigate into an actual base, and like one of your people goes into falls into like a trap. Uh, yeah, I <laughs> uh, I, uh, man, let me tell you, it's because I've been because. Uh, it's the second, the XCOM 2, the one that I've been playing. And then yeah. there's this one part where I'm like, oh, I talked to you about it. I got past it. But, man, that was one intense. I, it took me a while to beat it. Where I was up on the roof and some giant, I guess, robot just came out of nowhere with a health bar that was just ridiculous. I'm like, bruh, how am I going to beat this guy? Like <laughs> This guy's health bars is huge. And it's it just took me a good like, cause don't get me wrong, I like it cause it's very like you, you're it's a real strategy you have to develop as you play to you know obviously beat the mission. But man, it took me like a good almost two hours just to beat him. I'm like, man, bro, that yeah. is. A- that's a long admission. <laughs> yeah, with I mean with that type of unit just alone, like 
like a, a coordinated effort is definitely needed. I mean, as as I mean, as the game progresses, you will have like access to like um, a different type of weapons that can kind of like make the battle a lot quicker and actually simpler. It's just mm-hmm. that like when you start the first goal up against them, I'm not like, yeah, just like you say, you kind of get overwhelmed because you're like, how can I take this thing out? And it's got like a lot of firepower backing it up in order to, it can just start like one-shotting your characters. Even if you're like in buildings, it's like, dude, it's not safe being around this thing because it can start smashing through parts of the building. <laughs> I'm so over it sometimes, man. I'm just like I rage quit. I'm like, fuck this. <laughs> <laughs> and then I just start playing like either Smash or uh I do have a Subnautica on there too. So you ever play that one? Subnautica is actually fun. No, I I don't think I've actually played that. If you're into like survival games, uh-huh. that one it's pretty good. I, I like it. you, and it kind of like you're, you're exploring an ocean, so it's cool. Well, I think we're hitting that hour mark, man. Yeah, I, I, I think we uh, should probably wrap this up. I mean, um, this is this has definitely been a, a entertaining episode that we've had. Yeah, yeah, because. I guess we can, I don't know, later in the future, make a part two of this. Probably discuss more of like more recent games that are coming out and what we think. I don't know, man. I like I said, like we, I mean, we discussed it. it gaming's become so expensive, man. It and, has. I mean, it's. Yeah, I don't know. It seems like in some ways, maybe the the game studios is just taking a page from a movie theater experience and like, well. It's past that expensive experience to our consumers. <laughs> well, you know what? We could actually hit that more uh, on a part two, and we could also hit the or talk about um, what's going on with this Microsoft and Sony battling of buying freaking companies, man. Because that's just crazy, right? It's, it's All that. in itself, it's just crazy. And Nintendo's on its own. Like, hey, just make sure those games are compatible for us, guys. <laughs> <laughs> I don't care what you guys do. Just you know, provide those games for us. <laughs> Nintendo for the win, baby. Nintendo, right? Ah, man. Well, all right. Uh, I guess we're out. Every Tuesday, we are going to release what new episodes? Yep. Okay. Well, I'll leave it up to you next uh, for next topic. All right. We are out, baby. Yep. Till next time. <laughs>